Yeah. So have you guys found it hard at all being being best friends and doing business together? Because we haven't. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> honestly. Oh, wait, are you being sarcastic? Or are you being no, for I'm real? being for real. Oh, I know. I was like, <laughs> no, I was like girl, I don't think we have. I'm Nina. And I'm Liz. We don't have all the answers. But we do have a bottle of wine and some thoughts. If you're looking for honest musings on life, happiness, health, and wellness, you've come to the right place. We'll even throw in a couple off-the-wall jokes, some personal stories, and of course, some shenanigans. So grab a glass of wine and join the conversation. Hello, Wine and Shiners. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this podcast. Hello. Hello. This is now a smooth jazz radio station. <laughs> We've changed it. Good afternoon, morning, Good evening. afternoon. <laughs> you would be a great jazz jazz radio voice. Welcome to your jazz station. You should do uh, like the classical channel. No. Like ready for some Mozart. I can hear your voice doing that. Thank you. That's not my, what my career is going to be in the near future or ever. Okay. But thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> we are talking to our sisters from another mister. Yep. We are talking to a really awesome wellness podcast that's also in the space. They're also best friends. They also love connecting women and seeing people thrive and being a part of women. We kind of want to be their empowered. best friends. Yeah. So we are talking to Rachel Hunt and Becca Crow of the Vibe Tribe Wellness Podcast and their Vibe Tribe Wellness community. And it was just, it was great to was find lovely. our long lost twins out I there. Know. When we talked to Almost 30, we had sort of that same feel, mm-hmm. but they're obviously LA babes and, you know all out in the LA world. And these girls are from Toronto. I felt like they seemed a little more down to earth, like very, I felt very connected to them. Like we could have just walked over to their house and recorded, they recorded on their bed. I loved it. And I I wanted to just like hang out with them. We recorded on a bed. Me too, because the Star Wars podcast is not really our vibe. No. no. But we we make it work. We do. Yeah. But anyway, it was really, really great meeting them, connecting with them. They obviously... (laughs) They have that same passion for wellness and empowering women. So you'll find on their podcast a lot of the same topics, some a lot of the same guests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we, we talked a lot about having the same people on the show and our experience with that. And so if you guys like our podcast, you will definitely like theirs. We all had anxiety. We came to that conclusion that yep. we're all anxious. We people. all did revolve around that same yeah. sort of getting into wellness world was through anxiety. And how food and lifestyle adjustments and just terms of taking care of your body and loving yourself and treating it with kindness, um, how that made huge shifts for them and for us too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But before we get started, let's talk about your exciting news. Yeah. So I have launched a 14-day gut reboot program that Liz's husband beautifully designed for me. I don't think the focus should be on the design. I think it should be on the great content, which is well, I'm just yours. at least throwing that out there because you guys were sort of a part of the whole thing. Yeah. And I can tell you just before I you explain, I have done a lot of the things in what Nina put together, this really awesome resource. And now I got off the wagon because hashtag life. But in the like week, like week or two that I was actively like really doing this stuff, I never had more energy. Like I was not tired during my work day. I was just consistently full of energy and much clearer and felt, 
you, you guys know I struggle with the bloat. I'm always talking about the bloat. <laughs> I'm always bloated. <laughs> was not bloated. Yeah. So I really did feel a difference oh, good. making all of the adjustments that you suggested. Yeah, so the idea behind it is this 14-day reboot isn't forever and it's a way to sort of reset your system and eliminate a lot of the common triggers that are upsetting to our digestive system. So of course in there we have gluten and dairy and inflammatory oils and soy and corn. And it sounds like a lot of things like, oh my God, how am I supposed to eliminate these things for the 14 days? But I give you a whole list of things that you should be incorporating into your diet. So if you focus mainly on, I mean, it's a huge list of things that you can eat. So even if you're vegan or vegetarian, paleo, whatever, the way that you eat, you can find things on that list for the 14 days. But yeah, it's really just a way to cleanse get your energy back and start feeling better. Typically, you would even take it to 28 days if you're really going hardcore. But also with the 14-day reboot, you get a 30-minute coaching call with me and unlimited access to email me questions during your two weeks. So if you guys are interested in that, I'm going to be doing a 10% off discount for Wine and Shiners. So all you have to do is message me that you heard about the reboot on the um, podcast and I'll go ahead and give you 10% off. So check it out. It's really awesome. They can find that at nourishedwithnina.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on my Instagram, it is linked in my bio, so you can find it there too. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, enough yammering. <laughs> Let's get into this episode with Vibe Tribe Wellness. Hey, Wine and Shiners. Welcome back to a new episode of the podcast. Today, we are talking with Rachel and Becca of the Vibe Tribe Wellness Podcast, and I'm pretty excited about it because I feel like they are just like us. They are very similar to us. Kind of like... I already feel the vibe. Yeah. I already feel the vibe. The wellness vibe. Um, Almost like when we chatted with Almost 30. Yeah. It was the same sort of thing. They're the best. We also agreed with that. Yeah. We love chatting with them too. Yeah. Oh, you guys had them on your podcast? Yeah. Yeah. They're coming up in our season too. Yeah. They were here last week actually in Toronto for an event. So it was super fun. Oh, yeah. They were. My husband Mm -hmm. produces their podcast. And so I... Yeah. And I met Lindsay when I was in LA and it was really fun. I went to one of her SoulCycle classes, but I haven't met Christy yet. She's so sweet. I want to meet her in person. They're the best. Yeah. We actually met them the last time we were in LA and we recorded with them there. Mm -hmm. And then as technology would have it, Mm -hmm. uh, it like went into the abyss and oh, like no. but then we were like so upset and we're like okay we'll re-record and then they're like well we're in Toronto and perfect like, this is perfect and it's working out wonderfully yeah it was meant to be that way it was meant to be exactly so Time. they are not coming to Columbus though I don't think and I probably not I know but Columbus I don't know why is they cool. would <laughs> Columbus is super cool what do you mean why they would <laughs> I mean I feel like it's not like a Toronto. I mean, yeah, Toronto's <laughs> way cooler. My, fr- I have a friend who was from like the Toronto area, and she, I think she grew up in Toronto. Actually, I don't know. Oh, Did either of you grow up there? I know we didn't no, grow we up didn't. here. I we're both like here, small like, town girls. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves so that our listeners know whose voice goes with what person? Sounds good. So I'm Rachel Hunt. I'm the founder of Gluten Freedom and also the co-host of the Vibe Tribe Wellness Podcast. And I'm Becca. I am the founder of Going Grainless and the other co-host of the Vibe Tribe Wellness Podcast. Perfect. Well, that leads us to how did you guys meet? Yeah. I think that's a good place to start. It was love at first sight. (laughs) I feel you guys on that with Liz. I do. Oh, God. Online. Online. We met online. Um, Yeah. So Becca and I met. um, Well, originally, like, we followed each other on Instagram because we're both gluten-free and we're both Toronto-based. And so we 
like fangirled each other on yeah. Instagram for some time. And then I was at a food wait, event. There was before that. Oh, what? okay. Wait. So Rachel reached out to me um, because at her job oh, that she was doing yeah. at the time was for a digital marketing agency. And so she reached out to me to do a job, like a recipe with them. And my address, uh, my apartment number was 1111. And we both like oh, are really into that. numbers. Yeah, and so that was our first like real connection. We, we were like, oh my God, 1111. I was like, oh my God, you live in unit 1111. You're so cool. And she's like, yeah, I love numbers. I'm like, oh my God, we're best friends. You're like the spiritual connections. They're too much. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, so that was our first interaction. And then we were at this food event that... I was there for my job and so was she. And I like posted a photo of like tacos I found or something. And she messages me. She's like, oh my God, I'm at this event too. Where did you find the tacos? And I'm like, meet me here in five minutes. I'll I'll show you where they are. And then we met and we're like, oh, like you're actually a really cool person in real life. Because I feel like prior to that, I had like met people from Instagram in person and like there just like was kind of a disconnect mm-hmm. in in some ways like sure they're really nice people but no one I was like oh like you're my people mm-hmm. and like we could be best friends like she was that person for me and I'm like okay like she's cool like we're vibing and then from there we like just started like bringing each other to different events like in our industry and like just formed a friendship that way and then had this like idea to start a podcast yeah we both had our food platforms individually. Mm-hmm. And then outside of food, like we had both gone on these journeys of like personal development and growth and spirituality. And prior to that and the whole gluten-free thing, we also <laughs> were like huge party girls in the past, which I find a lot of people that we tend to meet, like don't drink and do these things. And like, we were like, no, we were like crazy and we yeah. still do things sometimes. So it was just like a really good balance. And we wanted to be able to share like the whole personal development and wellness yeah. lifestyle with people on a different platform. So that's why we decided the podcast would be really fun. But when we went into it, we had like, we, no did, we had no research, had no equipment. Like our first six months were like major trial and error, but like it's brought us, I don't know, it's been so awesome for like our friendship and a business. It's been, yeah. it's been really cool. Yeah. So have you guys found it hard at all being, being best friends and doing business together? Cause we haven't. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> honestly, oh, wait, are you being sarcastic? Or are you being no, for I'm real? being for real. Oh, I know. I was like, <laughs> no, I was like, girl, I don't think we have. No. Cause somebody <laughs> asked that when we were interviewed on another podcast and we like, I remember both of us had to think about it. We were like, what have our struggles been? So I would say overall, no, like she, Rachel is very like business minded and I'm very creative. And so like the balance works really well. And like the odd time that there ever has been something where someone's like slightly annoyed, it's literally like call the other person, like we need to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Literally like it's hashed out. Like she's like, that is what's happening. And then it's like the other person's obviously kind of feeling it too. So it's like, yep, I agree. Okay, good. Done. Whatever. Yeah. It's only happened like a couple of times. Isn't it so fun to have a partner too, to bounce ideas back and forth? I feel like Liz is moving away from me next week. We're we're staying together. We're staying. It sounds like we're a couple. (laughs) Yeah. She's just moving two hours (laughs) north, North. but we're going to be doing, she'll be doing the podcast remotely. But I was like, there's no way I can't even imagine now doing it solo. Like I feel like just having Having no. a partner in crime is so, there's, I don't know, it's just really cool. And the way you get to banter back and forth and you both have different ideas when you interview people mm-hmm. and it's yeah. such a blast. It also like offsets some of like the workload because totally. like there are weeks where like I'm busier or weeks where Beck is busier and just like to have like each other to like, okay, like I'll manage this. Like you got your own stuff to do. Like I'll take, like, yeah, like I'll take charge of this or whatever. Like or when we're reaching out to like, guests or sponsors or Mm -hmm. even doing events. Like Mm -hmm. it's just nice to have someone to like 
yeah, work alongside. And like you said, bouncing off ideas with someone is like the best thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like someone who's like equally as invested in like what you're talking Mm -hmm. about is like amazing. So what led you both to your gluten-free blogs before you became this awesome United Front? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we both kind of like had a journey. I... In university, was a huge partier, party girl, vanilla vodka, diet coke, oh grilled cheese sandwiches. Just made me like, a little sick. Vanilla vodka just made me. Um, we had some Goldschlager. Goldschlager is oh, the one that I can't yeah. do anymore. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. nasty. Have, we had a both had a bad freshman year experience with that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I feel you there. When so did you guys graduate? By the way, from college. Uh, my twenty. 20- 12, I okay. think. It was 2009. Oh, okay. So or we're 2011. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like in the middle. Right in between. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I was doing that, living that lifestyle as a student, but my, I was getting really, really sick. Like I was having like so much intestinal pain and mm-hmm. anxiety and all this stuff. And like my doctors were attributing it to just like being stressed with school and all these things. Nothing was really working for me. And that's when I started doing my own research and discovered like the world of gluten-free. And that's what really worked for me and just like kind of living a more natural lifestyle. So I just progressively started cutting things out and realizing like how good I was feeling. Like my anxiety, I was on anxiety medication. Like I went off of it, no problem. I was losing hair. It was coming back. Mm -hmm. Like just like everything I was feeling so much better. So from there, that's when I really started realizing like how your body can affect you. And then it wasn't until a few years later that I had just graduated, did like a post-grad program in marketing and I got into social media and I always been really creative. And so I decided like, Oh, I'll just like, at this time I finally learned how to cook. So I was like, Oh, I'll just like start posting like photos on Instagram, like whatever. So mine was really just like, I just wanted to start sharing things creatively and it kind of just grew from there. And it's really only in the last year, a little bit more than that, that I've started kind of taking it more as a business. Wow. That's awesome. And I relate to that story 100%. Our listeners know like your story with anxiety and your gut health is the same story that I have. And just like going to the doctor and it not working and the medicine. And it's incredible that how much food and like, I mean, that's why I got into this as well, is that you realize how powerful food lifestyle and all of that is. And it makes a world of difference. Like when you're in your 20s, you shouldn't be on like a handful of different drugs. Exactly. No. Nothing now. Like you should just be like your prime. Yeah. And yeah, you should see the totally. kids. I mean, when I was teaching middle school, it's I the amount of medicine that some of them are on too. And I think it's just awareness. Like parents don't even know to think to try nutri not that not everybody, but a majority of parents mm-hmm. don't even know to look there first. But right. now I feel like it's so much more open and more people are realizing that nutrition can help. So Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I agree. My, I mean, like my journey is pretty similar when I, so I had like been out of school for like a year or two. And then I was working at a very stressful corporate job downtown Toronto. I was like living the dream, like making so much money, but like my health was like taking, it was, it was plummeting. And I was experiencing like anxiety, like heart palpitations, dizzy spells. For me, I didn't initially think to equate that with food. Like mm-hmm. I was thinking like, I have a brain tumor. I have like- It's a logical go brain like, tumor. Totally. You Google, like, no, you like, I'm dying need. tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I, literally, I was like telling my doctor, I'm like, no, like I feel like I'm dying. Like yeah. this isn't okay. And like, I really did, like, I just felt awful. Like I'd wake up and I just felt awful. Like I couldn't drag myself out of bed. I was like constantly tired. Like yeah. just like a slew of like issues. And like my doctor was like, okay, like I'll send you to specialist. And no one was able to find anything wrong. Oh, They're like, you're young, you're experiencing anxiety like here we'll prescribe you something and like I was not okay with that I was raised by a mother who was like kind of hippie in the sense of like 
She didn't ever want to put us on, on like medication or like even like immunize us. Like she was just so like anti like fake medicine. So for me, I was like, I am not like, I'm not going down that route. And then I like sought the help of a naturopath. I probably, because my mom was like, this is what you should do. And um, it's really lucky that you had a parent like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I know. It's like, when I think of it, I'm like, I probably would not have like come to this realization. Like I would have struggled for a lot longer for sure. Like, but and it's interesting though, because my mom was so in tune with like her body. She also has like autoimmune diseases and autoimmune disease. So she was like, you should like, is it something you're eating? Like she had it in my head that it could be food related. And I was like, well, it doesn't feel food related. Like my stomach, like it hurt, but it was like more like my anxiety and my neurological system was being affected. Anyway, so the naturopath like right away put me on this elimination diet. You know, gluten was one of the first things we eliminated. And like, night and day within like two or three days. It was crazy. I started feeling better, like the brain fog lifted, everything. And so for me, like my biggest challenge, like A, like, okay, I'm happy. I've discovered what's wrong with me, but B, like, how the hell am I navigating this gluten-free world? Like this sucks. Like, okay, I have an answer, but like, okay, being gluten-free is not easy. Mm -hmm. Not five years ago, especially when like the options were limited and like restaurants didn't understand. Um, And for me, like my my initial focus for gluten freedom was restaurants. Like I wanted to know where I could dine out with friends. Like I was very social, like Becca, like I went out all the time, like nice dinners with friends. Um, So I wanted to be able to like still do those nice dinners. And that's where gluten freedom started. I was still like definitely eating all of the like gluten-free junk foods for like the first couple of years, just because that's what I knew. And then over time, I just realized, you know, this world of like gluten-free and like wellness and everything just like started like catching my interest in a bigger way, which is like led me and navigating me to like just a cleaner whole, like more wholesome lifestyle in general, because that's just like how I like to live. And I feel much better doing like living that way and eating that way. And yeah, I feel like once you like discover it, it, you you can't go back. back. Yeah, I don't even know what it was with me. Like, cause my parents, well, I actually, my parents really don't take medicine either. Do yours, Liz? Yeah. I mean, an average amount of like an average American yeah. human. I feel like my parents were kind of anti-medicine. So that's when I went to the doctor, it was probably like in a wrong standpoint. I probably shouldn't have been like, I'm against it, but I was. And then that's why I decided to do the same thing. I was like, I'm just going to experiment. And when yeah. I started cutting things out, same exact story. I started cutting out gluten and dairy and I was experimenting with like paleo and I experimented, you know, I experimented with all of the diets yeah. Yeah. and was shocked with how amazing I felt afterwards. It's crazy. It's really interesting. And it's interesting. It, it Parents definitely do play a role. Like, and that was, I think the thing with mine is like, I was on so many drugs because both my parents work in hospitals. Oh, great. Oh. Um, but really cool is as soon as they saw my change with food, my mom started making changes because she was really sick. And now both my parents are like completely on the other side. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. See, it's been really cool. It's literally just lifting the veil. And, mm-hmm. and I'm not somebody that's completely against medicine by any means. I understand that it's there for a reason and that we Absolutely. need it. But and sometimes, are- yeah, like you, you might do the elimination stuff and explore different things and you still feel like 
you're a crazy person and you need to be on something. <laughs> you totally. still feel like you're a crazy person. <laughs> Not well, a crazy person. Like, like, anxiety can make you feel. No, that's funny because just the other day you came into the office for a recording. She was like, I feel crazy today. Yeah, and we was... talked it out. And then today on my way, I was like, I feel a little crazy today. <laughs> like yeah. some days we just have those moments where our brain doesn't shut up regardless. But. Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. We all, we're all crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what Having I'm... one of those days, I'm still kind of jet lagged. I was just in LA and I'm like, oh, oh like yikes. I should be like still in bed when I'm getting up and like my whole day is just like been off for like two days. It's so crazy like, how sleep, another thing, another mm-hmm. trigger, yeah. sleep totally. is part of that lifestyle piece. It can Huge. throw you for a loop. Oh yeah, when people say like you'll sleep when you're dead, like no, you're going to be yeah. dead if you I don't mean, sleep. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. said that when I was like in my heyday of partying. Oh, same. But, like, no, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm a grandma. Like if I'm in bed by like, 10 o'clock. Like, Cozy and feeling great. Yeah. yeah. So I was telling Liz, like I just finished my last day of teaching a couple weeks ago and just this yeah. new shift in schedule. Like I'm going to bed a little bit later. I'm having a little bit more wine than usual. I'm yeah. eating at different times. My body is, doesn't know what to do with itself. That's how sensitive. Yeah. So, I mean, some people's bodies are just so sensitive and I'm one of them. And I just have to give myself a little bit of grace and be like, okay, you'll get back on track. Like flying does me in. Mm-hmm. I mean, time yeah. zones. Yeah. I know. Totally. I'm, I feel like as like we go deeper in our journey and not that we're like diving like so deep that, it's, you know, we're off our rockers, but yeah. it's like as we get more in tune with our bodies and like paying attention, like what feels good and what doesn't, any sort of veer from that path, yes. like sets me off. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I just feel like even all last week traveling, I'm just like not fully right. Like I was like sleeping poorly the first couple of days. I was waking up at like four in the morning. Yeah. And then now I'm like the opposite. I'm like, you know, still exhausted when I wake up and like eight, I'm like, this is not normal. But yeah, like my body is just like, okay, girl, like get on your routine again. Yeah. Do you ever yeah. wonder if you're too self-aware? Sometimes like, I don't think that's a, uh, not necessarily a thing. point yet. Like I'm trying to get to the point where I can hear my body talking. Cause I feel like yeah. I'm like, you're getting oh. so much better though. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> with the biggest size. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Getting there. No, I think, I don't know. I've also been really working on like listening to my intuition more, listening yeah. to my body more. I mean, you definitely like, there's times you can drive yourself crazy because you're trying so hard, but I think it's just like being gentle with yourself and like yeah. slowly letting yourself, you know, like listen to yourself, taking that personal time, whether it be like journaling or meditating. And mm-hmm. I think that's like the key to it. Yeah. I think one thing that I've been doing lately that's been helping me connect more with myself is asking a lot of questions, like asking why. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing something and just like totally mm-hmm. going for it, like, like mindless. I want a snack. And then I was like, why? Yeah. yeah. Am mm-hmm. I really hungry? Did something happen that made me want a snack? Some stress? Like that's been helping like me that. connect a lot more. Today, when I, I just feel anxious today. So I don't know why. I'm just feeling a little bit anxious. And I, I've been asking myself the same question. I was like, okay, so instead of getting mad, or instead of beating yourself up. Yeah, I'm just asking mm, why. I like that. So yeah. I was like, okay, this is a sign from my body. Because my first gut reaction is, I'm so mad that I feel anxious. I'm like, what the heck? I'm doing all these things. And it gets, and that yeah. just makes it worse. It raises my stress levels. So same thing, Liz. I've been like, okay, this is a sign from my body. Like, what is it asking of me? And that helps. I think it does too. What you totally. Well, I was going to say coming, like, I think all of us, it sounds like, has have, have had bad anxiety at some point. Mm-hmm. But like, just by you saying like, you're recognizing like, I'm not going to be mad at my body. Like that's yeah. such a huge thing because think how many people out there like 
that's automatically what they think. And I think there's no way out. But like, right. once you start learning that, like a mindfulness piece, just recognizing that you're anxious and why, like mm-hmm. that's a huge start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It like lets you off the hook a little bit. You're like, this is going sure. to get better. Like, this is just a moment in time. This is just a feeling. Yeah, absolutely. It's not who I am. Like when you don't identify yourself with your anxiety, that's key. Absolutely. So, for um, sure. so I actually want to back up a little bit so I can clarify and for our listeners. So both of you right now, you have the podcast and yes. then you have your Instagrams. Yes. And then, so is that everything that you guys are doing or are there other things in addition to those two platforms? We're both like doing a lot. Um, we're kind of both in transition right now with our platforms. Uh, Fun. What you're doing. <laughs> yeah. So I actually just went full time with like my business and everything. Like, Congrats. Yeah. So that for me was like, I felt, I feel like a long time coming, but like three months ago, I had like the most anxiety for like weeks. Just there was like three things in my life that were like transitioning. Like relationship was ending. I was like in the midst of leaving my job. And then I was also moving out of my place. Oh my and gosh, like, like, if you look at like, me, yeah, like the, the biggest stress, yeah, yeah. like a list like, of my life was like the top three. Yeah. I yeah. was a hot mess express. Like, honestly, it was like insanity, you know? So in the thick of it, it, it was, I look back and I'm like, Oh my God. Like I was just like so anxious all the time yeah. about, I knew that this move was right for me. Like I knew that I was meant to be like fully on my where own. Where were you moving? Also, pardon me. Where did you move to? Or where were you? Moving? Oh, I just moved out of my living situation. Oh, got it. Like, uh, yeah, there was like uh, like a medical issue that came up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I had to move out and then I'm living in a much nicer neighborhood yeah. with my best friend. And like everything works out as yes. it's meant to be. Like Always. honestly, at that time, like again, like I knew in the thick of it, things were going to be okay. But anyways, I kind of like dig- I digress. Like I got off course there. But anyway, so yeah. I'm newly like self-employed. It feels really good. So aside from like you know, doing our, our podcasting, I've got my platform and a big part of that is like providing valuable resources for the gluten-free community. Yeah. Um, right now I'm like looking to like majorly expand. I just like hired a mini team. So like, that's really exciting for me because I'm like realizing that this is bigger than just like a one person deal. Yeah. But then in addition, because I've got this digital marketing background and I've been asked so many times from, you know, people that follow me who are interested in starting like their own platforms, like how I did it, like what my advice is. I'm kind of launching this, like I'm launching a program, kind of like a consulting program for anyone who's looking to like get into the business of blogging. So turning your side hustle into a business. And like, these are all things that I've like learned through trial and error throughout the past few years that I wish I knew like early in the game, but I had to kind of come to this like on my own, I think. So yeah, I'm going to provide that as like value for people who are looking for that information. So I'm doing a lot more consulting and freelance work in my spare time. That's amazing. Yeah, it's fun. And as you'll see, as I've said before, Rachel's more the business and I'm more the creative. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So for me, I recently, uh, my handle was going grainless until last week and I just changed it to my name, Becca Crow. I'm just going through some transition myself as well. So again, we have the podcast and then my big thing that I've always been really into the creative aspect is like developing recipes, styling them and shooting them. So uh, going grainless is turning into a freelance business to be doing that uh, as well as consulting uh, and managing so uh, like on social media. So that's uh, kind of what I'm working on right now, um, along with just like, you know, maintaining 
our Instagram accounts that we have, like building our community and having people know us a bit better. And then Vibe Tribe collaboratively, we have our podcast. Um, we're working on some corporate programs right now, as well as online programs, because we do really want to be able to share more of that wellness aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a big part of our lives. I was in nutrition school and actually dropped out because I decided I, I really want to do something more on the spiritual side of things, like uh, some kind of healing or something like that. Yeah. So also just trying to figure out exactly what I want to be doing with that. Have you been looking into like Reiki? That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have, we have a really great Reiki guy and uh, he's kind of more like a mentor now. So yeah. that's something I'm looking at myself right now. Yeah. Are you all into, are you guys into like the tarot cards and the crystals and the... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah. Be, over there, I there's like... I see a salt lamp, crystals. I think, yeah. in the background. I see a salt lamp too. So... Yeah. yeah. There's things. This whole room is like plants and crystals. Yeah. <laughs> I, in my... So we just moved in the beginning of... No, the end of December, like right after Christmas. In our room, I have plants and I have a little crystal wall and I have my sage and I have my... Is it Palo Santo or... I say Paulo. I, I say, say Paulo Santo, but then I heard somebody else say like Palo Santo, Santo or Palo Santo. No, I feel like that's Palo not. Santo. It's Paulo. I feel like it's Palo Santo, and I've heard like people Palo say Palo yeah. Santo. Pa- yeah, like, yeah. No. I was just trying to say that too. How do we spell right? it, guys? P A L O S A N T O. Oh, it's definitely Paulo. Paulo. Yeah, thank you. I mean, it just sounds nicer. It yeah. does, like Palo, Palo Santo. Palo. I don't even know. Maybe they're going off the word Halo. Oh, you're right. And so they're like Halo. Halo. Then it's Halo. Listeners, hit us up. What is the pronunciation? I think of it, it's like South American. So like, they're not going to say Palo Santo. Oh, that's yeah. Very, yeah. <laughs> like Southern states or something. Like Palo Santo. That's true. I think that's it. No, um, but I, I have all of that. I'm so into it. My husband will like see me with my tarot cards and my Palo Santo. And burning Santo. your intentions. Yeah, and, and yeah. he's just like, what are you? Like a little witchy. Yeah, I'm a little witchy and it's okay. And I pull cards for him and he's like starting to come my way. Like he is. We ran into a, a Reiki practitioner who did a reading on our dog at a pet festival and she like read you know she was a pet communicator and she would like say things about what Jackson thinks about Cody and now he's totally on board after he heard he was because she said like you're totally your dog's grounding force and like when you're gone he says he like really like she was telling all these stories and he was like yeah yeah Yeah, he's like this is all true I'm into the spiritual world now yeah no I love that that's awesome yeah Becca definitely got me into like the crystal world for sure yeah and now I'm like just obsessed with it do you have what crystals do you have do you have any so many all of them like yeah I I have an excessive collection I have Two, so I need to get on the crystal train because I have my selenite. I had so much more. I have selenite and I have rose quartz. Okay, and those are like two essentials. So. Yeah, yeah, I have the essentials. And then I have a bunch of like salt crystals that I got from a salt shop. But that's it. I have zero crystals. So recommend me I'm some. sorry. What one should I get next? Um, Amethyst is a good one. Amethyst okay. for sure. Smoky quartz, regular quartz, labradite. Maybe we should write. She's yeah, like, like, we'll put them in the show notes. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think of ones that show I notes, show like. notes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to like send you a whole bunch of them. Like there's so many good ones. Like honestly, I have like a, th- a big thing of like polished crystals. And now what I do is, is when I start my day or when I'm like leaving for the day, I don't look at them and I'll grab like two or three depending mm-hmm. on what I'm feeling. And it's so weird because like now that I know the meanings of them, like, kind of off the top of my head. You pull what you need. resonates so much yep. with like kind of what I need for that day. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's how and I feel then, about my angel cards when I pull them. Yes. Uh, of course, I bring this up again because Cody's like, 
they can relate to anything. And I'm like, but you don't get it. They really do. Like the ones that I pull resonate so well with me. We went to a yoga retreat and I pulled cards for everybody. And, and they resonate like everyone. And people like, love that. Yeah. We did that at one of our uh, events too. And like, I went around and did it to everyone. And like yeah. everyone after was like, whoa. I know. It's, it's so neat. And like, even people, I would tell them to like think of something and like, don't even tell me, like say it in their head and then yeah. I would read their card and they'd be like, okay, that was dead on. Exactly. Yeah. It's so. just, a, it's a really cool thing. And even if you're a little bit on the edge, like you don't know what it's about, I think it's just a way to kind of affirm what you already know, to bring out what your in- intuition already knows. Yeah, totally. Tapping into your intuition. Exactly. I think a lot of that is like, it's not, it's not like voodoo witchery. It's really totally. just like an extension of like what you're, <laughs> yeah, like what you're, inner self and your what you already know. Right. But you mm-hmm. need that validation. And like seeking a friend sometimes isn't enough. Yeah, like, right. Sometimes you need the spirits no. to tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, our angel, Michael, he's my dude. Like when he comes to me, I'm like, all right, I believe everything. My life is good. Nothing <laughs> can go wrong. Good. Um, so mm-hmm. I want to talk a little bit more about your podcast and what you guys, your like mission and all of that stuff. So you guys have these five pillars. Can you talk to us a little bit about the five pillars and how you incorporate those in your podcast? Yeah, so like I think why we, okay, so five pillars, this is what I'm doing. Mindful, Mindful, nourish, movement, compassion, abundance. Ooh, good job. (laughs) I always forget one. (laughs) The last one was, I have it up to Abundance. Abundance. I thought it was elements. And I was like, that's where the crystals come from, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. So, I mean, when we started the podcast, it was like kind of like an extension of like, our journey through the wellness and spirituality world. Like we didn't feel like our food-based accounts would like the audience that we had built there would really like resonate or appreciate a bunch of like this content. Like we Mm -hmm. wanted to kind of keep that separate for a bit and like integrate more deeply through the podcast and through our Instagram platform and whatnot. So that's kind of what we sought out to do is to like share with others like our navigation through this world so that they can kind of navigate it with us Mm -hmm. or on their own and like pick up modalities or or different like teachings or theories in a way that works for them because there's like no one size fits all just like diets just like fitness just like anything in life so for us like we're getting on different experts in you know the realms of health wellness spirituality fitness, even entrepreneurship to share their expertise with our listeners so that they, yeah, so they can like vibe with us really like, so they can, um, vibe with our guests and that they can kind of come into their own in a way that works for them. Yeah. I think like all those pillars, like when we sat back and reflected on like what we wanted Vibe Tribe Wellness to be, those were kind of the words that came to us when we thought about what our journeys have been over the last few years. And those are really what we thought were like this, like the basics the to get started, yeah, the foundation mm-hmm. to get started, um, to, to make that balanced lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Did you guys, have you found that your vision has almost changed from when you started to now? Like with the podcast or yeah. with our other platforms? Yeah, just with the podcast. Like when you started, is it, has it evolved or I'm just thinking about when we yeah. started Liz, I feel mm-hmm. like I was all about, I wanted just to talk about food and paleo or whatever it was yeah, at the time. And then now... And we were going to do book reviews. Yeah, we're going to do book reviews and we're going to drink a wine at every episode it's and not talk what we about do now. it. Are you guys drinking wine now? We're um, not. We have water. Because ah, we're the worst. That one. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. We <laughs> do drink wine on this podcast, but we don't have any today. But right. yeah, and now it's the same thing that you guys said. It's all about bringing in experts that I've resonated with or Liz has resonated with to help teach 
our listeners like and see what they pick up. Because even if I, there are things that I personally like, I work with a lot of coaches or that I've picked up from people, but there are some people that will just never resonate with the way I say things and that's fine, but they may resonate with those experts in the way they phrase things or explain it in a way that connects with them. Mm -hmm. So- Oh yeah. Like we get, we get so many like positive responses from people being like, oh my God, so-and-so guest was like amazing. Like, thank you. Cause like, if we were to try to relay what their message was, like we'd butcher it and people would be like, shut up. Like, you know, like, whereas we, we bring these people on because we, we love their story and we love their journey. Um, or we're curious about their story and their journey and we're able to like use our platform to share it. Mm-hmm. But like when we started, I mean, I guess like, yeah, we started it kind of as like a hobby. For sure, we had aspirations to like make it really big. Like for sure, that was like our our visionary selves, like thinking of of like where the potential of it was. But we didn't real we didn't like expect the audience to be as like responsive and like as positive as it has been. Like we didn't put as much thought into it as like we maybe should have at the beginning, mm-hmm. but we kind of just rolled with it. So yeah, like, like our expectations at first maybe weren't necessarily as high as they are now as yeah. we've kind of evolved and seen what we can do with it. And I would say like, as far as the podcast, like what we're talking about in our content, I think it's still pretty similar to our original vision. Mm-hmm. But as we said, now we're going to, we're doing more like programs and getting more in the community. And yeah. that's, I think where things have shifted. Yeah. We realize the potential of it. Do you guys do events in Toronto? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We've just that's where we started dabbling in events lately. And I, yeah. you really- They're the best. I mean, occasionally, like, we'll get an email or a text or an, you know, a message or something that says, like, hey, like you said, like, this really spoke to me. Like, thank you so much for providing it. But there's something different about having someone, like, come up to you in person and, like, being able to oh my God, watch them, so like, physically cool. emote. That yeah. there's just a connection in person that you don't get when someone the just energy. sends you a little love note yeah, or whatever. There the is. Whenever we, do an, whenever we do an event, I feel like we both say, like, we're buzzing after. Yeah. Like, we can't mm-hmm. go to sleep exactly. because it's like, people uh, like us. Everyone's yeah. just vibrating so high. Yeah. Like, conversations that you're having with these people who are so like-minded, it's yeah. just like, it feels so good. Yeah. Yeah, we actually had, so we went to the girls, Lindsay and Krista's event, like the Almost 30 Girls, when they were in Toronto. And we were like on our way out and whatever the event was over. And we had these two girls like stop us, be like, hi, like we just wanted to say like how much we love your podcast. Like we found out about the Almost 30 podcast because of you girls. So like, thank you. Like we just really love what you do. We're like, oh, like, wow, you're so like excited. And we're like, oh my God, like we forget that, you know, because we're so like, it's behind the scenes a lot of it that we forget people actually do listen. Like, I mean, we see the numbers, but we've, forget that it's like human and that people really do appreciate what we're doing. And I think like that has like made it all like worth it. Like just to like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess it's just like a nice reminder that we are like impacting and it's not necessarily just like us, but it's the people that we get on who've helped us make this impact and Mm -hmm. like change people's minds or perceptions. I think the guest, I think the cool thing, I think you guys can probably relate with this too, is like you're helping the people, your listeners, but like the guests like help us. Oh oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. It's a therapy therapy session. every every, Yeah. yeah, Every time I'm done. I have you guys talked to elevate the globe yet? Do you guys know Brit and Tara? Yeah. Yeah. We We met them them when we were in LA before too. Oh, you did. So after, well, funnily, funnily enough, when I recorded with them, I was uh, way anxious that day too. I don't know if you remember that, Liz. And after I talked to the two of them, I was oh, like- Oh, those two like will bring you <laughs> like, down to like, earth. Oh like. my gosh. I've had two yeah. tarot readings with Tara and they, every time I'm like, oh my God. 
much. It just every, like people, certain people that I talk to on the podcast, I leave and I'm like, okay, that was for the listeners, but that was definitely for me. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. No, we can say the same thing. Like there's been so many weeks where like Rach and I were like, oh, we don't feel like recording today. Yeah, oh and God. then like, and then you leave and you're like, that yeah. was the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> this is literally like for me, like 80%, just because been I, so stressed. Yeah. I've been like kind of stressed lately. And so like yeah. to leave my house, I'm like, oh, I gotta like get you, you know like get, together, get the game face yeah. on and yeah. but it's always amazing when we leave. it's always worth it always I will say too I feel like one of the things I love the most is that I think about before podcasts or before platforms like Instagram there were all these people walking around with these problems thinking that they were the only ones that had them yeah and now yes. what I think what I love the most about what we're doing right now is that everyone's being reassured, like, it's not you. It's mm-hmm. everyone's going through their own stuff. We're all just doing the best we can with what we have. Yeah. And I think that's it's so been- true. And sometimes I think that's what we didn't realize at first with podcasting is like that, just like our regular everyday stories, like how they resonate with people because we were yeah. kind of nervous to do solo episodes at first every so often. And that's when we started realizing, getting feedback, like people like hearing those struggles because it's like, everyone's going through them. And on our Instagram feeds or even other people's Instagram feeds, like you're seeing the highlight reel. And I feel like that's yeah. where podcasting is really awesome because like, I think that's where we get a lot more deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've thought about that too, because now that I'm doing health coaching full time, I'm really trying to work on my Instagram, of course, because I'm trying mm-hmm. to build a community. And sometimes when I post things, you know, it's so curated, like, especially if I'm taking a picture of something that I baked and you want to get the lighting right and you have, or, you know, like you very strategic. Yeah. you take a story because you want to show people what you're doing throughout the day, but you don't talk about, you don't always come on and talk about the worst or you don't post like the terrible picture, but on the podcast, you're right. You're, it's so raw. And mm-hmm. I, when people connect with you on that level, they're like, okay, so yeah, I get the Instagram like that. I think it serves its purpose. Like it's supposed right. to show, it's supposed to be a demonstration of whatever you're presenting. But yeah, on the podcast, it's like you get into the deep nitty gritty of how people are working and how our minds work. And it, our, I think our society just needs more of that. Yeah, I do too. I like the, yeah, the raw, the real, the authentic. Yeah. It's, you know, I'm so inspired. Like one of the, like what, one of the ways I like get myself out of a funk is like putting on like an uplifting podcast. Yeah. You know, I love mm-hmm. like these like little mini like episodes that some, some podcasters are putting out like 12 minutes and they're just like inspiration, inspiration, motivation. And you're like, boom, I got this. Like, like Lori like, Harder's, whatever they're called. Lori Harder's. I love quickies her. Quickies so or something because you always have time for a quickie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. And those are like Lori Harder and Melissa Ambersini. And sometimes like Gary Vee, like those are like mm-hmm. three of us put on. And like, if I need like some like motivation, like pumped into me, I'm like, okay, I got this. Yeah. I'm good. You yeah. just go to those. I feel like blogs are sort of the same way because when you write, yeah. you also get to break things down and really talk from the heart. And so yeah, it's like all of these platforms, a lot of people will think, oh my gosh, like another blogger, another Instagrammer, or you guys have a podcast too. But they really, ma- I mean, they're really making a difference and they're helping people feel better. And that's what it's all about. I agree. Totally. For sure. So what do you guys have coming up with the podcast? Like, do you guys have any future plans, any events? Where do you see it going? So right now we're in our season one, like, break. You know what? Um, I didn't just- even ask. When did you guys launch? Oh, like a year ago. So it was, yeah, almost exactly a year yeah, ago. It was a year ago. Lot, June 10th last yeah. year. So we're almost at our, oh, yeah, our one year yeah. anniversary. Got to celebrate this weekend or yeah, something. But yeah, so we launched. We didn't know there was a thing such as seasons. So we just kept going. We've done like 50 episodes. Yep, we're, like, we're, we're there. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, we're we're contemplating seasons as well. We just keep putting out episodes. Yeah, Yeah. we kind of got to a spot, like, again, like as Rach said, she quit her job and she was going through like her own life transitions. And at the same time, I broke my ankle and was going through life transitions. And like, so it just became like, we felt like we're just putting out content for the sake of it. And it wasn't our best work and quality. Yeah. As much as like, we didn't want to do it at first, we just decided that was probably a better decision to strategically like take a break get a refresher and then like, you know, get ready and put out a new season. So it's also nice for a little summer break as well. Yeah. And we're like just stockpiling right now. Yeah. So we're still recording a lot so that we can kind of more so enjoy the summer. But yeah, like, so right now, so we're going to launch, I guess, season two, mid June or sorry, July, mid July. Yeah. And then with that, we're kind of like, yeah, we're just going to be reintroducing um, more community-based like workshops and um, events just to like connect with our people, our tribe. We did a live podcast uh, towards the end of our first season at the end of April. So we wanted to do more about that as well. Live podcasts are the best. It was yeah. so much fun. Like, it was nice. We've yeah, done like two a- or three now, Liz. Hum- I don't know. Two or three. Yeah, I feel... They're the best. I don't know how you They're feel, but I felt like... I don't mean to say I don't do my best on the podcast. That sounds wrong. But there's something about <laughs> being in front of an audience where I'm much more like on. Yeah. You're on. Yeah, no, I was sure. listening listening back to ours too. I'm like, I really like that episode. It was okay. like, yeah, because you're in the awesome. moment and you're vibing off of everybody's energy. And so yeah. it's really real. That's and it's what authentic. it is. And getting to see like people's like expressions and thoughts yeah. and like hear what they have to say about it like right after, like during it was, yeah, it was super it was cool. Great. So yeah, definitely more of that as well. Yeah, I think. And then we said like, we're going to be doing some programming. So like Vibe Tribe is more like a business now or yeah. like an all-encompassing project versus just the podcast. So we're kind of excited to see where that goes. Mm -hmm. That's really exciting. Well, I am not joking. I would love to do a collaboration sometime. Like we don't live too far away. We could do a live event together. That would be really fun. We'll bring Cody along. He'll set up everything. It'll be easy peasy. All we have to do (laughs) is talk into the mics and it'll be Let's do it. No, let's totally do it. We'll we'll like chat offline and make the magic happen. Yeah, I love it. So fun. So where can our listeners connect with you and find you? Of course, they know you have a podcast now, but give them all of that info. Cool. Well, on Instagram, we are This Is Vibe Tribe. And our podcast name, which can be found on Apple... Stitcher, Google Play. Yeah. Is Vibe Tribe Wellness. (laughs) So, yeah, we're Vibe Tribe Wellness on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Our website is vibetribewellness.org. My platform on Instagram is becca.crow, and my website is goinggrainless.ca. And on Instagram, I'm at glutenfreedomrange. And online, I'm glutenfreedominc.com. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. I feel like we just were sitting around a coffee table drinking, well, I was going to say Not wine. wine. Water. Drinking How water. Exciting. Yeah. Okay, but next time when you come to Toronto and we do an event, like there will there be will wine. wine. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. We love wine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> thank you guys so much. This has been a blast. Thank so you. Much. All right. Well, we really, again, loved connecting and meeting are <laughs> in some parallel universe, wine Long and shine brethren. Yeah. Uh, Rachel and Becca, thank you so much for coming on and talking with our listeners. Please go check out their podcast. If you love the wine and shine, you will definitely love what they are putting out there in terms of content. And they obviously have a lot of really exciting stuff going on for them personally too, if you're experimenting with gluten-free. And I know with Nina's program, that is part of it. Totally. Is going gluten-free for that little bit of time. Um, you know, you can find really great resources from both of them on that side of things too. Yeah. 
yeah. So reach out to them, follow them, listen to them and enjoy your life. (laughs) So that's all we have for you guys this week, but we'll catch you next week with another great episode and some new amazing guests. Yes. See you guys next week.